are listening to the award-winning, leading children's gardening educator, Lee Connolly, the Skindian Gardener and my daddy. As a parent, I know it can be challenging to resist the law of technology and the never-ending stream of notifications that come with it. But it's important to remember that our children crave our attention and presence more than any device ever could. One way to combat the distraction of technology is to set aside dedicated time each day to be fully present with your children. This could mean turning off the phone during meal times, taking a walk together without any devices, or just getting outside gardening, away from social media. Another helpful strategy is to limit your own screen time and model healthy digital habits for your children. Remember, the moments we share with our children are fleeting, and it's up to us to make the most of them. So if you're with family or friends right now, turn off this podcast, put down the phone, and go and create some real memories. There it is. Welcome once again to the Skinny Jean Garland Podcast. How are you doing? Are you alright? How's your week been? What? Been stormy, innit? I don't know where you are in the world, but here in the UK, we have had some shocking storms over the last couple of weeks. Um, honestly, blowing away half the garden. Couldn't believe it. I wouldn't want to go in that hot tub even if I was blown up. Anyway, uh, great news this week for me, mainly, that I want to tell you about. Once again, second year in a row, the Global Awards have announced me, your podcast hero, as the UK's leading children's gardening educator. Another year on top, everyone. Hold your applause. Hold your applause. Uh, but apart from that, last week I went to London. I went to watch Mrs. Doubtfire with the family. But that's not the reason I'm telling you about it. Because later on in this podcast, there's a little bit of audio around the Tower of London. If you've never been to the Tower of London, I've not been since I was about 13 years old. It is incredibly interesting. I all have had a blue Peter badge to get in, not mine. So she got in for free. It was about 60 quid for me and my wife uh, to go in there. The reason I'm telling you this is you'd never think gardening could ever creep into the subject of the Tower of London, could you? But it does. Because 100 yeomen, yo, am I saying that right? Yeomen, um, live there. They look after the Tower of London, right? So you've got the actual Tower of London. You've got the white building in the middle. I think it's called the White Castle or something like that. I only went there the other day. I was really listening, I promise. You've got the, uh, the crown jewels and you've got all that compacted behind a wall, right? On the other side of that wall is another wall, but there are what can only be described as bungalows that sort of line the wall. 100 people live there with their families. I was like, this is awesome. Well, anyway, later on in this podcast, I'm going to give you a little bit of audio behind the scenes of the Tower of London as I walked around there with the family. I'll give you a little insight into the gardens that I saw there. Also, this week, I've been finishing off a project which I'm so excited about. I'll be able to tell you about it next week on the podcast. But let's say it's got something to do with, not down at the bottom of the garden, but the front garden. And perhaps 
some water saving ideas. That's all I'm saying. Just find out more about what I've been up to to start the year off. Something I have talked about for quite a while, actually. If you listen to the podcast religiously and can remember this far back, I talked about this last year and the year before that. So, little pop quiz there for you guys. Can you um, can you remember what I said? Find out next week for that. Anyway, let's get on with this week's podcast. Uh, a few gardening ideas coming up. Uh, obviously, our friend Arthur Shandy, uh, behind the scenes of Tower of London, and some more news uh, this week uh, around uh, policy within government and what, the, and what the HTA, the Horticultural Trade Association, have put forwards. Uh, and you'll see why later on why I feel it's so important uh, to, to bring that up in today's news, obviously around children's gardening. There we go. Start the podcast. Let's get into it. I hope you've got a cup of tea. I have. Get a cup of tea in hand. Ah, lovely. Had Rishi Sunak replied to me, yeah. He, he hasn't. It's not happened yet. Um, I've given up hope of even hearing from him. I'm, he's not going to get bad. Oh, Rishi hasn't replied to me, Down at the bottom of the garden, among the birds and the bees. That's a good idea. Hello, and welcome not to the bottom of the garden, but actually today I'm at the Tower of London, and quite a quiet little area actually. You may be asking, considering we're in the middle of London, you may be asking why I'm talking to you on a garden podcast about the Tower of London. Well, I've come here today with the family, but what I thought was really interesting, as I've just left Olive and Sam after we've been to the Crown Jewels, what was really interesting is about 100 people live within inside the Tower of London walls. I never knew this before, all work in here. Um, and I wanted to talk to you today about the small bits out the front, because as I, as I look down upon them, we've got uh, the wall that goes round the outside of the Tower of London, just beyond that is another wall, and there is the community of like little mini bungalows. Out the front, they've got like balconies almost, uh, little patio areas where people can come and sit. But what's more interesting even for me is on top of the roofs, they have vegetable gardens growing, wildlife areas I've walked past around here where families are enjoying with their children. It's so interesting how people within a Tower of London use their space. Some really nice areas to sit as well. They've got their own pub here. Not a pub garden though, I've noticed, but they've got their own, <laughs> their own little seating areas outside each bit, which I can imagine during the summer uh, really brings people together. It makes me think that, hey, how can we use our front gardens a little bit differently? Maybe we can bring together our neighbours. Uh, but here at the Tower of London, they really are about community. We spoke to someone uh, earlier who said that that is what it's all about. So, yeah, really interesting. If you ever come to Tower of London, check out the little gardens on the outside of the wall.
Just a real quick one, School Guard Success is the ultimate resource for primary school teachers looking to inspire their students to connect with nature, grow their own food and care for wildlife. School Guard Success offers a comprehensive range of resources and tools to support educators in teaching children how to develop and maintain a thriving school garden. With our expertly designed lesson plans tailored to meet the needs of primary school children, you can easily incorporate gardening into your curriculum and bring science and environmental studies to life. At School Gun Success, we understand the challenges of teaching in today's fast-paced and demanding education system, which is why we've created a one-stop shop for all your gardening needs. From online tutorials and how-to guides to expert advice and support, we're here to help you every step of the way. So whether you're a seasoned gardener or just starting out, visit schoolgardensuccess.co.uk today and discover the benefits of bringing the joy of gardening to your classroom. Now, back to the podcast. This is, this. This is the news. Welcome to the Skinny Jean Garden News. Thank you very much for joining me. Right. The Horticultural Trade Association has brought out a manifesto uh, with 10 key points for the government to really concentrate on uh, from last year's evidence. The main key point I want to look at is number six, which states that uh, they should include environmental horticulture in the government's green jobs and skills definitions and recognise the value of the sector careers and opportunities from early curriculum to apprenticeships and degree level. A really important part of this, uh, it mentions about school garden, especially for younger years. Gardening or green space engagement in schools uh, must be seen as a STEM subject carried through compulsory schooling and supported at a higher level, such as through apprenticeships and higher level qualifications. I think less me uh, to say that I have spoke for a long, long time about this, that, hey, I don't necessarily think that in secondary school it's easy to get into. I don't necessarily think it's easy for primary schools, but I think primary school level education is where we can really start. Perhaps we're asking for too much for to turn it into an actual subject that goes all the way from uh, early years through to apprenticeships. But in all these sort of things, when you're speaking to the government, aim high, right? And then they'll definitely knock it back. I honestly believe the amount of curriculum-based talk that we've spoke about over the past year now uh, that we can really get somewhere with this. So as much as the HGA have aimed quite high in a lot of what are they talking about within the manifesto, it makes complete sense because like anything, especially around funding and government, they're going to say, well, we can't, can't quite do that, but we can give you, we can give you this. Um, so yes, the HGA manifesto. I'm going to link it in the show notes. Yes, I've started doing show notes now um, for you to have a look at because there is 10 really important points, but I really wanted to concentrate, especially for children's gardening, on that point six. Have a look at it. Tell me what you think. Here's a uh, voicemail message I got from Arthur Shandy the other day. It's not like we have to call him. He's not answering the, he's not answering the phone, nothing. It's good. He, he said he'd call me. Hey, hey this is Lee. Oh, Lee Sorry, I can't come to Lee. the phone right now. Uh, please leave a message, a message. Oh. after the beep. 
Is uh, I love this one. I say it every year, and actually, I've had some amazing people from School Garden Success showing me pictures of them creating their very own. But you can do this at home as well. Is making seed markers. You can make these out of cardboard boxes, cereal boxes, anything like that. It's a great way to get children thinking about what they're gonna grow. So what you need to do is get a cardboard box, cut a seed marker shape out of it. Get the children to draw on there and design a seed marker. So say if you're growing strawberries or tomatoes, get them to draw them on there. And then just put a layer of tape over the top. Some great schools have been doing that this week, in fact. Uh, and how about you do it too? They're really inexpensive and so simple to do. If you're looking for an activity when it's a little bit cold outside, that's what we're trying to do. Keep the gardening chat going. In fact, this is a great gardening make if you want to have a discussion with the kids, bringing you together, creating memories, and going on the gardening journey together. So this week, why not go and make some seed markers? And if you've done it, make sure you send me a photo. I'd love to see your designs. Hello, I'm Aid Sellers, the Good Life Gardener, and I'm here to share with you one simple message. Get gardening into schools. Uh, for the last several years, I've been very lucky. I've been working alongside Lee Connolly as he's been going into schools, city schools, rural schools, theatre tours, even stepping into the House of Lords to get that message across. And from my point of view, I've been the filmmaker. I've been the guy pointing the lens. 
And in all those years, time and time again, I've seen the same thing, the same expression. I've seen the kids react in the same way. And it's this, happiness. Children are excited, are happy to be outside, happy learning about bugs, flowers, happy to be planting something, to get their hands dirty. We have to get gardening to schools. We have to act now, but we need a plan. We have to start from the very start, from the moment we sow that seed and see that child all the way through. So the teachers need the right training, the right support. We need funding. And as children get older and they see a possible career, then we have to present with them every single avenue they can go down and the right training. And if it is a career they're gonna go into, then we have to ensure they have the right prospects, that they can continue to learn, develop their skills, fair wages, and have a successful career in horticulture. So, like I said, the message is simple. Get gardening into schools. My name is Aid Sellers. Thank you for watching and uh, happy gardening. Fabulous, everyone. The fabulous Aid Sellers there. And that is the end of this week's podcast already. I know you're probably only three quarters through that cup of tea. Weren't we called the weekend tea break at one point? Wow, what a tea break oh, we've enjoyed. Now get back out there into the garden. I've got a right old busy one next week. We are launching something very exciting. February's going to be busy and I don't 100% know this until it's in there. But all I'm saying is grab a sun paper this weekend. You might see... A familiar face. That's me. I'm the I'm the familiar I'm I'm the familiar face. I know. Like literally the other week, our sister podcast or or brother podcast, I call it the Veg Girl podcast. He was on Radio Two. This week, I'm in the sun. <laughs> what? What can I? What can I say? I know, right? So hey, go check it out. If you get a copy, show it to me. Love to see it. It'll be on my wall, no doubt by the end of this week. Uh, that's it for miss me this week. Uh, I am going to get out in the garden while it's a bit dry and not so windy this weekend. Um, I hope you do the same as well. And I'm so excited about to tell you some more news. Oh, next week. It's all coming together next week. So please make sure you continue listening. Right, much love. See you later. Hey, how are you doing? Just a real quick one to end this week's podcast. I want to let you know that on the 10th and 11th of February, I'm going to be at Brig Garden Centre of British Garden Centres with my brand new pop-up, the Skinny Jean Gardener Festival. It's going to be an amazing time where you can make bug hotels, sow and grow, listen to music from plants, and also have a little read in our garden library. It is going to be such a cool area that we have created this year. It's a step up from the sow and grow shed, and I think you're going to love it. So if you're that way, I'll see you on those two days with the very first outing of the garden festival. And if you let me know, you uh, let me know that you um, listen to the podcast. Perhaps I'll give you a prize. Maybe. Speak to you next week. This is Ace and Megan the Gardener. Talk to